Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Yeah, this show is about all of us, really, because each and every one of you listen out there. If you're not listening in, and and you're not a kid right now, you were one, and many of you are raising children. And so this show is about checking it all out, looking at what it takes today to be a successful parent, but more importantly, to raise a successful child. Uh, Dr. Jen Berman is joining me today, licensed marriage and family therapist in private practice in Beverly Hills, been working in the field of psychology for more than 15 years, made appearances as a psychological expert on more than 100 television shows. She has been, like, very busy. And including Oprah, The Today Show, 48 Hours, The Tyra Banks Show. Uh, you know, she has a column she talks about and how each and every one of us can look at this idea of parenting and, and deal with what we are living in in today's modern time. So many people listening to this show today, whether you have your own children, whether you have grandchildren, whether you are a child, there is something here from everyone for everyone. Hey, Dr. Jen, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, this is a topic that, um, for me, there are things that I know that I wish I would have known, and many people <laughs> sure. out there are saying the same thing. It's like, oh, if I'd have only figured out who Dr. Jen was uh, 15, 20 years ago. Oh, thank but, you. It's never too late, right? Absolutely. It is, it is never too late. It's never too late to really look at yourself as a parent and to reevaluate the tactics that you're using with your kids and and really how you want to parent. It, it, it is really important to constantly be reevaluating that and looking at where can I do better, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, and who are my kids because also that changes. You know, year by year, month by month, who our kids are changes as far as what they're developmentally ready for, and even who they are does change to some degree. Well, when we look at who we are and the changes in our life, I mean, change is like one of those words that people, every time you say the word change, they like, they take their hand and put it on their forehead like, oh, well, I, Here we go again. Believe me, I hate change, too. But one of the <laughs> things that I've learned as a parent, and I have twins, is that I constantly have to sort of reevaluate where my daughters are developmentally, what they need in their life, who I am as a parent. And, and you're right, it's not easy. And also then throw in the society that we live in, whether it is the newest Internet danger. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago that blogs didn't exist. It wasn't that long ago that MySpace didn't exist. It wasn't that long ago that kids didn't have cell phones. It wasn't something that we even considered. But now, this day and age, those are all things that, as parents, we have to make decisions about. And we constantly have to, once we've made a decision, check out, did I make the right decision? Because it's never too late. You can give your child a phone, and if they're not handling it well, you can take it back. And a lot of parents forget that because they get so caught up in, well, I've, I've made that choice, or, oh, it's so much easier when I pick her up from school for her to be able to call me and say, oh, I'm by the lamppost. But we, we can make changes when we need to. Well, and you pointed out something very interesting, and I just thought about this in, in listening to you. And it really wasn't very long ago before YouTube and MySpace. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, we feel sometimes like this has been here forever. But realistically, it- 
quickly. We're talking years. And it and it's completely changed the dangers that parents face and that their kids are vulnerable to. And and it's it's really interesting. It's it's such a interesting time in parenting right now because everything from infants where we're now looking at the BPA in bottles and a lot of parents are questioning whether the bottles that they've been using to feed their children are okay to the toys that are being recalled to the the internet parents are are having to make really significant decisions about the dangers that our kids face on a day-to-day basis and it, it's never been more significant than right now you know and in your book you break it down into terms that all of us can understand which is really important. I think we can get so knee-deep in complexity that we don't really know what action to take. But in the A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids, you know, we're looking at solutions, frequently asked questions. We want to know, listen, Dr. Jen, what can I do now? And, And when I wrote the A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids, I had been writing a parenting column for about five years. I had been licensed as a marriage and family therapist for many, many years, and and I traveled the country as a a psychological expert and a parenting expert. And I really tried to look at what are the issues that come up over and over again. And I narrowed it down to 26 specific issues, one for each letter of the alphabet, and each chapter stands on its own. Because I know that busy parents don't always have the time to read a book cover to cover. Sometimes they just want to read the chapter that applies to them in that moment and then go back to other ones that apply later on. So I've covered everything from developmental fears to your child's relationship with food to sports to the difference between raising only children and siblings, raising twins, exercise, pets in the home, dinner time, sleep issues, you name it, I've covered it. Well, one of the things that uh, we're going to talk about, we've got a lot to talk about in this show today regarding the book, but there are so many things that used to be old school in raising the children, Mm -hmm. but today are almost taboo. And the things that happened when I was growing up, even maybe when Benny was growing up, um, very different today, and some things are really even uh, taboo. And And also some things have gone from one extreme to the other. And, Uh, and, And those are definitely issues for us to talk about today as well. Well, let's t- let's take one of those, for example. A, a great example is praise. Um, there was a day and age where parents didn't even think about their kids and their self-esteem and praise, and parents really didn't give kids a lot of great feedback because kids were supposed to be seen and not heard, and they were supposed to be kept separate from adults, and they're supposed to just be well-behaved and not break things and, and sit still and be quiet. And then we kind of went to another extreme where we started to learn about self-esteem and parents started to think, oh, if I tell my kid, you're great, you're great, you're great, then my kid will feel great and have great self-esteem. But that's not what makes self-esteem. And we become a nation of praise junkies where we just tell our kids, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, and it's, it's not real, it's not authentic, and kids know it. And they, they did a really interesting study where they had children And those children were given a test that was above their level. And half the children, when they were given this test, were told, you're so smart. And then half the children were told, you're working really hard. What a hard worker you are. After after they had taken the test, of course, the kids didn't do well because it was above their level. The kids were then asked if they wanted to take another test that was even harder. What they found was that the kids who were told you're really smart didn't take the test. I think it was something like 80 or 90% of them said, no, thank you. The kids who were told, I see how hard you're working, 
those kids, something like 80 or 90% of them, actually chose to take the test, and their attitude was so different. Their attitude was like, wow, this is really challenging. They said things like, this is the most fun test I've ever had. This is really tough. I'm learning so much. And what it, what it really spoke to is that when you give children praise that gives them a label like, you are so smart, children become so worried about losing that label that they won't take risks and they won't learn. Whereas if you, t- if you tell a child, you give them a compliment that is process-oriented instead of results-oriented, like, I see how hard you're working, that child feels like they can actually do something and succeed, and they're more likely to take risks, and they're more likely to be willing to try more difficult tasks. Well, and this is part of what we're going to deal with, deal with today in the show. We're going to delve deeply into what Dr. Jen Berman has discovered. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the biggest mistakes that parents make raising their children and then what you can do to avoid these because there's so much fear that we can talk about that doesn't require uh, us to have extraordinary or complicated solutions. We're here with Dr. Jen to bring it to real time Real people, real solutions. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be back with Dr. Jen Berman. The book is The A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids. You can check it out, uh, available everywhere, and uh, go to Dr. Jen's website, www.drjenjenn.com. We'll be right back after this short break, everyone. Stay tuned. How would your life be different if you had the guidance of a psychic intuitive, medium, or energy healer? How exciting would it be to discover your own inherent spiritual gifts of intuition and wisdom? Find out when you tune in to SAGE, Spirit, Angels, and Guides Entertainment, Fridays at noon on KKNW 1150 AM and streaming live at sageradioshow.com. Call in and speak with the SAGEs and receive guided insight for your life. Don't just imagine the possibilities, live them. Hey, you, come here. I got something to tell you. Are you ready to meet your life partner but need a good avenue? SpiritualSingles.com has the largest database of conscious spiritual members on the Internet. When you're ready to meet someone, join SpiritualSingles.com. But make sure you're really ready, though, because it works. SpiritualSingles.com. Dating, events, and even retreats. Don't forget, that's SpiritualSingles.com. Join today. You'll be glad you did. The secret is no longer a secret, but still life's deepest questions remain. How will you answer them? See One, the movie, and join the ultimate conversation at OneTheProject.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Now, the film phenomenon that has been transforming hearts across the world is available online at OneTheProject.com. Experience One, the movie, and find your answers. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. 
welcome to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. Listen live at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Dr. Jen Berman. You know... Many of us can, can sit and talk about, well, you know, do I say this to my kid? Do I say that to my kid? You know, I, I mean, what do we do? Is, is, is there too much television? Is, you know, are they eating the right things? Are they eating the wrong things? Well, today's show is to help clarify what's going on out there. And uh, I want to just point uh, to, to the book, The A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids by Dr. Jen Berman. And, and you know, as we look at this conversation, there is much for us to gain, much for us to learn, and it doesn't pay to beat ourselves up for what we did or didn't do. You know, Dr. Jen, thank you so much for joining the show today. My pleasure. I wanted you to share with our listeners how you got involved in this a passion of yours, and I can tell it's a passion. Well, I had actually, I started out when I was in college, I was a journalism major, and I did a story about rape on college campuses, and I interviewed four women who had been date-raped by one guy at the school, and he was actually going to be getting out of prison and was going to have access to the campus because the school had covered it up. And I began to realize as I was doing the story what a huge problem date-rape was on college campuses, and I ended up doing a a really big story that changed uh, campus policy on date-rape, and I became so um, consumed with the story that, first of all, people were coming out of the woodworks. My teachers, my employers, my fellow students were coming and talking to me about their experiences having been raped, and I felt like I needed to do something, so I volunteered for the Los Angeles Commission on Assaults Against Women as a rape and battering hotline counselor, and as soon as I started doing the work, I realized that I had found my calling, and I became a therapist, and as I became a therapist, I also started working in different areas, and I'm licensed as a marriage, family, and child therapist, and I started doing a lot of work with families, and I then started writing a parenting column for Los Angeles Family Magazine that gets printed in about five other magazines, and it's been running for over five years, and and next thing I knew, I was writing a book, (laughs) and here we are. So that's well, how and, I got here. And, yeah, and it's one thing that leads to another. But the, the the thing that you said, which is so important, and I and I talked to Dr. Joe Vitale from the movie The Secret this morning on this. His new book, The Key, talks about getting clear. 
you got clear about what your passion was. Your mm-hmm. book is helping parents get clear about what they can do to raise happy, confident kids. Absolutely. As I said before the break, biggest mistake. All right. Are we all ready to hear some of these? Yes. I think that probably the biggest mistake that I see parents make today is not having consistent boundaries, well, not having boundaries and not being consistent about them. And what most parents don't realize, because usually it comes in small little incidents that in and of themselves might not mean that much, but when you string them together, it really does start to change your child. For example, let's say you say to your child, don't throw the ball in the house. If you throw the ball in the house, you're going to lose the ball for 24 hours. You come home. You've had a long day at work. You're exhausted. You're trying to get dinner on the table. Your child throws the ball in the house, but it doesn't break anything. You're thinking to yourself, I could take the ball, but oh, I just want to make dinner. I'm exhausted. In that moment, it's one of those turning points. It's one of those crossroads where it's easy to forget the messages that we're teaching our kids because mm-hmm. the, if you don't take that ball, even though your child, if you just say, oh, you know what, just don't do it again, next time I'll take it away, what you've taught your kids is the rules don't apply to you. You've taught your kids, I don't mean what I say and say what I mean. You've taught your kids, you don't really have to listen to me. And whatever I say, you can assume that I'll take it back. Those are really significant issues. I mean, look at someone like Paris Hilton. She thought that the rules didn't apply to her. Look what ended up happening to her. She ended up in jail, not for very long, but she ended up in jail. And look, is your kid going to end up in jail because you didn't take the ball away? No, absolutely not. But if you consistently lay down rules and then you don't enforce them, they absolutely will end up in trouble because they will think that the rules don't apply to them. And that's significant because that is also about your relationship with your child and it's about their relationship with the world. And that's significant. Well, and this is about the issue of accountability. And Absolutely. if you cannot learn how to be accountable, both on the giving and receiving side of it, mm-hmm. this is not something that happens just about the ball. Yes. This is something that follows through our entire lives. It, it absolutely is. It, it, you're right, and, and it is. It, you want to be consistent with your kids. You, you want them to have that follow-through. And, and also the truth is that as much as kids whine and complain and say, I want the ball, I want the ball, the truth is kids want consistent parents. They want to feel like they know what comes next, and they want to feel like you care enough to enforce the rules because there's a sense when you don't that you don't care enough. Well, and I think all of us can relate to that. And, and, you know, this is a time, a day and age right now, where I really believe our children want to know that that their parents care. I absolutely agree. It's so important for kids to know that we care enough to show up for them, that we care enough to put down our blackberries for them, that we care enough to be there and even sit down and have dinner with them. And in the A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids, I have a whole chapter about finding time for your family, and I also have a chapter about the importance of the family meal. And believe it or not, it, most families believe that the fam, having dinner together is important. I think it's something like 60% of families, or no, it's actually I think it was 83% of families said that they feel that it's important or very important to have dinner with their families, yet as many as 40% don't do it five nights a week. And what we do know is that Families who have dinner together have children who have lower rates of drug and alcohol use. They have lower rates of eating disorders and depression and even suicide. That's significant. A lot of the time parents say, what's something inexpensive that I can do that will help my child 
have dinner together. That's a really simple one. It's a really simple one. And not only does it honor the children, it honors the, the family connection. Uh, you know, you cover so much in this book. One of the questions that has come up over and over and over again regarding raising children, as a matter of fact, I saw an incident the other day and I thought about you. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about this before. Sure. Um, and it's the issue of thanking. And I want mm-hmm. to expand the thanking conversation because when we think of thanking, we think about, I don't know, maybe, okay, let's take the kid, put her over her knee, and give her a thanking. Mm-hmm. But there are different forms of this, aren't there? Sure. Well, I mean, there's there's corporal punishment and there's, there, you know, there's all kinds of abuse. And there are, there are a lot of reasons why parents should not spank their children. And believe it or not, the studies have shown that spanking is not an effective discipline method. And a lot of parents will say to me, oh, but it made her stop. You know, she stopped touching the, the toy I didn't want her to touch. Well, it did in that moment, but as far as the long-term effect, it doesn't. And what it does do is it creates a sense of fear between child and parent. And it teaches children it's okay to hit the people we love. Well, what comes from that? Well, actually, domestic violence comes from that. You want to teach your child it's okay to hit the ones we love? Great. Then your daughter can end up with, with a violent husband, and your son can end up hitting women. That's not a good idea. Or you can just end up with a child who handles things on the playground by hitting other kids. That's not the message we want to send our kids. One of the things that I really notice about parents who hit their kids, well, there are some parents who really believe in it, and they believe in it oftentimes because their parents did it and they turned out okay. And those are people who turned out okay despite the fact that their parents did it, not because their parents did it. But usually when a parent hits a child, it's because they're in a moment of desperation where they don't know what else to do. And in that moment of, of desperation, they reach out because they are overwhelmed, they're exhausted, and they and they don't have any other tools or any other options. And it's important that parents develop other tools and other options. And there are a lot of myths about even something like timeout. A lot of parents think, oh, I send my kid to their room for timeout. You don't send your kid to their room, especially if they have toys in that room, they have books. Some kids these days even have TVs. That doesn't teach them anything. A timeout is for everyone to calm down, both parent and child. And a timeout is supposed to be an effective tool to calm down and to learn how to, in psychology we say regulate affect, to learn how to calm yourself down, to take it down a few notches because when we're that upset, we can't think straight and neither can our kids. So we want to help them calm down so that they can think straight and we can all problem solve. And, and so the conversation really has changed. When I said old school, I meant old school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's old school thinking, and now we're bringing everyone listening to the show into contemporary times. Mm-hmm. You know, this is such an important conversation because I think we have blamed the technical age. We've blamed contemporary pop culture. We've blamed the media. I mean, we can go on with the list, Dr. Jen, but where does the buck stop? Ultimately, the buck stops with parents, and it's unfortunate that all of those things that you listed have made parenting more difficult. All of that just creates more challenges and makes our job more, more difficult. And, you know, one of the things that I really believe in, it, and, it, and it may sound terrible, but parenting's a burden. You know, it's a wonderful joy. It's the greatest thing ever, but it is a burden and because the sense of responsibility that parents have and also the ability and, and that we have and the pressure to be a role model is profound. And But if you take that seriously and you actually are that role model for your child, 
the results are fantastic. If you're able to be consistent, if you're able to show your children what a decent human being looks like and, and how to behave, that's a gift. That's a really great gift to give your kids. Well, I have to tell you, there's a really great gift that you can give your children uh, and uh, and your uh, children's children, and that is this book, The A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you get to grow up to be an adult that not only learns how to get beyond obstacles and challenges, but learns how to see them as opportunities and how to help our kids become great decision makers. Dr. Jen Berman is in the house, and we've got a fabulous show addressing these issues when we come right back from break. Karen Ramsey of RamseyInvesting.com has been a certified financial planner for over 20 years. Ramsey Investing provides balanced, smart investment management to a broad range of people through the online web service RamseyInvesting.com. They are fee-only managers who do not sell financial products. They invest your money for you, track it, and make adjustments as needed. You don't have to worry if you're in the right investments or not. That's their job. Visit RamseyInvesting.com. Can a credit card be used for positive change? The Enlightenment Card has and is established with over 1,100 socially conscious reward partners. Whether your points are redeemed to support a charity, to further personal growth in a workshop, retreat, or yoga class, or if you use points to buy organic products, now you can rest assured knowing your monies and reward points are going to support those companies who are working to make a difference in the world. Join the community at EnlightenmentCard.com. Find out how you can change the world with the coffee you drink. Nectar of Life Coffee Company is a kosher, fair trade, and organic certified coffee roaster. They purchase shade-grown organic fair trade coffees from the farmers at a fair price. By choosing to only roast organic fair trade coffee, they're helping the farmers and their consumers live healthier, complete lives. To purchase coffee or to learn more, visit NectarOfLife.com or call 509 979 5245. Are you carrying around unwanted emotional baggage that is keeping you from living the life your heart desires? Kathy Brody can help you lose that baggage without even going to the airport. You don't have to spend a year in therapy to get rid of bad habits and ideas that don't serve you. Access your own wisdom with hypnosis, regression techniques, reconnected healing, guided imagery, and inverse wave therapy. Stop smoking, manage stress, and handle transition. Call today for your appointment. 206-546-8266. Kathy Brody at Harvest of the Heart can help you start your new life today. Harvestoftheheart.com. Spend a day of enlightenment and healing for the body, mind, and spirit with John Holland and Brian Weiss in Journey of the Soul. In this fascinating workshop, explore spiritual mediumship with John Holland and let Brian Weiss open the doors into the realm of past life regression. See John Holland and Brian Weiss in Seattle on September 30th. Space is limited, so order now at hayhouseevents.com. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at genesistoday.com. 
That's GenesisToday.com. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural, alternative talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Jen Berman, we're going to tackle two of these absolutely incredible issues. But before we do that, we've got an opportunity. We've got five books to give away, five books to give away. And so we like to give them away right now. You don't have to come on the air. You don't have to do any of that. But you do have to call in and give Benny your information. Toll free, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819, and uh, Benny will take down your information and will get you a copy of the book. Let's get to the topic, Dr. Jen, and again, let's give out your website. It's uh, drjen.com, J-E-N-N.com, correct? And doctor spell out D-O-C-T-O-R. So D-O-C-T-O-R-J-E-N-N.com. Okay. Uh, thank you, and we'll make sure we give it out again. But this issue of understanding or knowing how to work through obstacles, challenges, how to gain from our failure, and in the process become exquisite decision makers, how do we do that? Well, we need to give our kids the room for failure and to understand that failure is a really, really important part of the learning experience. And that what we found is that kids who have good self-esteem are able to learn from their failures and are able to say, oh, this is something I'm really good at. This is something I need to work on. I'm going to work on that. Uh, Also, it's the only way to improve weakness. If you think of failure as like a game of darts, each time you throw the dart towards the bullseye, you alter your next throw based on your previous one and your previous experience. So we want to give our kids the opportunity to fail because that's how they learn and that's how they alter their behavior. Also, it's a really wonderful experience for kids to know they don't have to be perfect, for them to see that they can actually get acceptance and love from their parents even if they don't succeed at everything. So it's a really important part of the learning curve for kids, and parents need to give kids the room to fail so that in the future they can succeed. You know, when we look at this idea, um, is it the parents or the children that are having difficulty with the kids' balance? It, it tends to be the parents, but the kids look to the parents to know, is this acceptable? And, and you know, something as simple as, you know, your child falls down and looks up at you with those eyes, like, is it a big deal that I fell? Like, is it a really bad thing? And they look to find your reaction, and it's up to us to teach them that it's okay. Sometimes when you're learning to run, you fall down, and it's okay. Well, I have to tell you that one of the most eye-opening experiences I've ever done is is coach young children to play softball. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of the experience of the children. I was just blown away by how critical parents, parents some parents can yeah. get when their kids make a mistake. That's not something you forget. No, it's not. And it also takes the enjoyment out of sports for for kids. And in the A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids, I have a whole chapter about sports. And I was a former elite-level athlete. I was on the national team in rhythmic gymnastics. In addition to that, I also spent time coaching when I was younger and also judging in sports. So I really have a lot of experience here. And one of the things I used to tell my athletes when I was coaching is I would tell their parents, 
you can't push that hard. If you push that hard, I as a coach have no room to push. The parents need to be the support system, not the critique, not screaming at the coach in the stands, not embarrassing their kids, but, but teaching their kids about sportsmanship and a work ethic and all that sort of stuff because that's what will benefit our kids. And and create, an, uh, for them, for the kids, don't you think, Dr. Jen, to create a way for them to learn how to handle these experiences beyond the, the professional field? I mean, we yep. think that if we behave in a, a certain way in a specific in, uh, situation, that that's going to be the end of it. But there's sure. this overflow, this spillover. Mm-hmm. And, and, look, kids internalize all of these messages from us, and, and, and kids also have the opportunity to learn such important lessons that are so significant with sports. I mean, I know that the year that I didn't make the national team, I was one of the only kids on my team who didn't make the national team, and I had worked so hard all year. It was heartbreaking. It was really a devastating experience for me, and I had to go up to everyone who made the national team and congratulate them. And as a, a young kid, that wasn't easy, but I learned so much from that experience that taught me about sportsmanship. It, it, sportsmanship, it taught me about hard work. It taught me about discipline. It taught me about um, being a team member, and that that was tough, but I really learned. Had I had a parent who was just screaming at me, why didn't you make the national team, it, it, I would have had a very different experience. And also, it burns kids out. Who wants to stay in sports when their parents are screaming at them all the time? Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah. And and what you were able to learn and what your parents were able to share with you is something that you pass on. One of the things that I think is so important and, and you address it in the book that we that none of us really stop and think about is the legacy that we're creating. Absolutely. It's generation after generation. And and that really speaks to how important it is and, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, is that as parents we have to work through our own stuff because what we don't work through we play out with our kids. You have a, a parent who was critical and, and mean as much as you hated that. If you don't work through that and you don't have awareness about it, you are likely to be a critical, mean parent. So, you know, as we wrap up the show, and I want to thank you again for joining me on the air. Very powerful message and an important message. As we wrap this up, it's, an, it's important for us to have a very special message for people listening to the show right now, for parents, for children, for the many, many folks that will listen to it, what is it that you can say to invite people to create a positive, healthy relationship with their kids? Well, I would say be self-aware and be consistent. Really think through the choices that you make with your child and be consistent. If you say something, then you need to do it. And that's really so beneficial to your children, and, and, and I hope that my book, The A to Z Guide to Raising Happy, Confident Kids, will help parents to be happier, more confident parents. That was really my goal, to give parents tips that they can use and information to make them aware so that they can make the right choices for them and their families so that they can have happy, confident families. You know, as you, uh, as you now look at what am I going to do next to take this message out, Mm-hmm. Um, the question that I would ask is about looking ahead, looking forward. Mm-hmm. Are there things that, you know, perhaps you've discovered as you've taken your message, taken the book out across the globe, are there things that you've discovered that we can look forward to in the next version of what you write? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I really am looking a lot at 
how all of the things that I talk about, about how having a respectful relationship with your child can can help them as they get older in really early childhood. I'm, I'm looking a lot at infants and about that relationship and how important it is, even when you are picking your child up to change their diaper, how just saying to them, I'm going to pick you up and change your diaper now, as much as it sounds kind of silly and hokey pokey, that that teaches that child that they can know what's coming and that there is someone who's communicating with them, and it really creates early communication and a sense of mutual respect with kids. So really a lot of the work I'm doing right now is also looking at really young infants and how a lot of the work that I have looked at in early childhood and later childhood can apply to infants. Well, I want to thank you for the enormous contribution that you're making. I mean, this is a message in the day of blackberries, blueberries, uh, uh, you know, computer programs that don't even require computers anymore and much more. And this is, it's time for us to really look at the children and make sure that we are honoring them, their journey and their lives. So thank you, Dr. Jen, for joining thank us you. today. Thank you so much. Uh, another great show. Dr. Jen uh, Berman joining us today. If you want to find out more about her, drjen.com and spell out Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R-J-E-N-N.com. Benny is busy, busy, busy giving away copies of the book. Uh, we've got a show coming up for you that I want to tell you about. We've got the health and wellness panel joining us, Angela, Angela Piper, Dr. Scott Lynch, and Tim Pifers. We are going to bust through and, and eliminate stress in our lives, in our bodies, and you're going to get another, another fabulous show for you to make some positive change. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. <laughs> 